Scribbles, a podcast by author and professor Len Sweet. Support for Napkin Scribbles comes from George Fox Evangelical Seminary in Portland, Oregon. I didn't grow up on a farm, so I'm speaking now about something that's beyond my pay grade. But I want to talk to you about the difference between hay and straw. And straw comes into the into the scene every Christmas, and, and um, we love images of Christmas straw. But straw has a bad reputation. And I want to kind of rehabilitate it with you just for a minute um, as we reflect on this wonderful manger scene that we have in Bethlehem. You've heard of straw man arguments. Not good. Luther called James a straw epistle, not good. But you never, by the way, hear that Luther only did this in the first edition of his preface to his commentary on James. So he took out the comment in every subsequent edition, which you never hear. So he obviously had second thoughts and um, didn't. would rather maybe he didn't say that to begin with. Then, of course, we have this image of Jesus being born in a, in a straw manger. I, I'm not even going back to the Hebrew scriptures with um, the Israelites being told he had to make brick without straw, and yet it still be as firm. That's like making concrete without rebar. Um, but straw <clears throat> needs some rethinking uh, and reframing. And somebody who does know a lot about farming, uh, Terry Herkus, um, she reminded me, well, not reminded me, she informed me of straw bale gardening. And I'd heard of this, but I'd never really understood what it meant. And, and it seems that, that you actually use straw rather than hay because of the lack of seeds. In other words, straw bales are a sterile environment. So when you add water and some fertilizer to start the composting, you have the perfect setup for growth because you don't have any other um, bacteria or, or things growing in it. So you dig in some plants, and a worthless bale of straw becomes a garden. Um, but let's be clear about the story uh, of the manger here. Hay, most likely, is what was in the manger. It's what was in the, the feeding trough. Um, straw most likely is what was on the floor. Everyone wants the manger for the hay, the food that comes from Jesus. But without the straw, the bedding of trust and truth in which love lies, there is no wheat or barley or bread because the you can't have wheat without the chaff. And the chaff is always used for something because for Jesus there is no way, there is no waste. The most, most famous theologian of the Middle Ages, uh, Thomas Aquinas, went into the chapel one day to worship and pray, and he came out with his face aglow, and his secretary asked him if he was reading uh, and ready to dictate. And He said, no, 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 my son, Thomas said, I will dictate no theology today. Because what I have just seen makes me feel like all that I have written is so much straw. And that's exactly right. It doesn't mean that what he had written wasn't important. 
hay has nutritional value, straw does not. But straw is still the byproduct of what does have nutritional value, wheat and barley and other things, and without which there is no bread. It's the difference between talking about God, the straw of Aquinas' theology, and experiencing the reality of God's presence, the hay of heaven. Straw is talking about God. Hay is first-hand experience of God. We need to stand under the experience of Emmanuel. That's the, the straw of truth. But we also need to understand the experience of Emmanuel. Um, so the, the experience is the hay. The understanding of the experience is the straw. The, and we need, we need both. Disciples need the hay for Jesus to dwell in our hearts, but disciples also need the straw that comes from ruminating on that indwelling, reflecting on it, chewing on it, and learning to understand what we stand under. Hay and straw. Merry Christmas.